Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. everybody and welcome to beyond the math the weekly episodic podcast where we bring you the latest in news reviews rumors and all the buzzings going on in the world of professional wrestling at least from our point of view i am your host as always dm and i'm joined this week by the owner and originator of this show carl the owner maybe it got like it like it is worth it uh yeah hello everybody uh, all intellectual I'm properties <laughs> Apologies, there wasn't a show last week, uh, I wasn't available, and then DM wasn't available on the usual recording day, so it just didn't work out, uh, but uh, we make up for it with ten times as much goings on this week, holy crap. Uh, yeah, we have a lot to talk about, and Alex, Howdy. who uh, is tired. Yeah, I, uh, I went to sleep about four hours ago and then woke <laughs> up, so... Four hours of sleep is fine. Not for me. I normally sleep like 15. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> right, yeah, on. you'll be you'll be all right. Four hours of sleep in a wrestling podcast. You're you're fine. Uh, so how's the week been for everyone? Well, it's been a while since we've all been together. Yeah, yeah. It's been just, well, I mean, um, obviously a couple of weeks since uh, I was talking to Alex and we were on the, the last show, but... Uh, yeah, uh, it's been it's been good. Same as always, really. Yeah, back to my usual schedule this week, which is why I was able to uh, work things around a little more to for, so we could do the uh, shows on late later this week. And uh, yeah, just work and general stuff. Uh, I mean, obviously, when I was sitting there watching something different on Monday night, and I got the text from you and JJ saying, "Watch Raw!" Holy shit! I was like, "Wait, why? What happened?" <laughs> and you were like, "You were like, JJ, you were like, just watch Raw." And I looked up. I looked up um, just to see, okay, what's this about? I looked on like a wrestling page or whatever Facebook page, and I was like, "What really? No, this is a joke." Uh, like, wait, what? <laughs> but that. 
So, you and then the fact you should have just not even looked. You should have just watched. Yeah, because I imagine that was even better. Just watching it live and go, wait, what? Like, and then the wait, what was topped by an even more wait, what, which was the uh, what match? <laughs> yeah, which we'll obviously get to. And Alex, how's your week been? Um, it's it's been. I'm still I'm still uh, exercising three times a day. If I could get my eating under control, I'd probably lose weight faster. But uh, I mean, at least I'm 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 doing I'm doing some work. I'm putting in the work. I'm just yeah. So hopefully I can can lose some weight and be healthier. And we do yeah. hear you're fun now, by the way. We didn't hear it before, but we well, can hear it. Well, god damn it. <laughs> <laughs> it's hot over in Texas. It is mm. fucking hot. I, I, uh, well, you know, I walked I walked to work in minus degrees weather at the moment, so... I'll trade well, you. Even, even when it's cold in Texas, my room is just sweltering because I don't even know why, actually. I used to think it was because I have so many electronics in here, but they're all turned off except for the computer. So I don't know why the fuck it's so hot in this room. I guess it's possessed. Yes. Yes, it is. There's a demon, and he's very fiery. and Yeah. yeah. Very fiery. Very fiery, and he, he doesn't do anything bad. He just irritates Alex by making Big. the room hotter. Sounds about right. It's like me when I was playing a board game earlier and was convinced that I was cursed. Like, curses exist just for board games. <laughs> I I think so. I I really do. Um, yeah, my week's just been work. I really got nothing to, to be a hundred percent honest. Um, if you watched Raw, you pretty much know how the rest of my week went. Mm-hmm. Uh, which we will get to in uh, just a minute here. Oh, oh, I also I also had a I had a mini stress out at WWE 2K16 this week because I was. If you've ever okay. When you just want to play, doing a multi-man match is fine. When you want to play and make it like a realistic wrestling match because you're taping it for a fantasy pay-per-view, holy shit, the target system is awful on multi-man matches. Good God. The amount of times that I would try and hit a move on Seth Rollins and instead hit Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins would then beat me because of it. Fuck you, game. Yeah, I think, uh, I don't know if using... I mean, I guess it's been working out for you so far, but I don't know if using a video game to try to simulate actual events. Well, it, it, it's good well. for it's it's good for tag and singles. It occasionally, has the mini stress out where it's like a glitch or something, but for the most part, it's fine. But triple threat matches and multi man matches, the target it's just the target system. It's so broken. Uh, I managed to get it fixed eventually because my answer was, well, I'm playing as Kurt Angle, so German suplexes, German suplexes, German suplexes. So my answer was basically be Brock Lesnar. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, those of you that have attempted to use the WWE website, they changed it. Good luck. Yeah, it's now like a WordPress blog It's, it's endless now. It, it's, like, it just goes down forever. It's like, Jesus Christ, I just want to get, like, a recap of Raw, and it's like... Yeah, Fuck. <laughs> they haven't got proper menus anymore. Yeah, so they're actually going to force me to do f- fucking recaps and write notes down. The fucking you get recaps off all the sites. Yeah, off like new sites and stuff. Yeah, 
you know, those sites that we don't talk about. So why don't we get into, and there's, trust me, there's plenty, the news of the week. And by the way, by the way, I am convinced that Dave Meltzer, um, as great of a wrestling mark as he is, has no fucking clue what he's talking about, and we'll get to that in a little bit. But, I mean, I, li- I listen to his radio shows, and it, and I've started to see the, the light. With, <laughs> yeah, the th- the thing with him is he's right some of the time, so he uses that as kind of a confidence. And I mean, I I, I like him, but I think Brian Alvarez is better. Uh, yeah, there's another guy too who um Gerwitz? Gerwitz? Gerwitz, I don't know. Uh but uh the reason why I say Dave Meltzer is because this is the top story. Uh, he reported in the last installment of the Wrestling Observer Radio that Bree decided to depart from WWE before Daniel Bryan made the decision to retire from the promotion. While it's not confirmed when exactly she will be retiring, it will be either after Fastlane or WrestleMania 32. It's possible that her match with Charlotte at Fastlane will be her last match. Um, He also, it's not in this snippet because time constraints, he also had a theory that Bryan used retirement as an angle to get out of his contract to go wrestle elsewhere. Um, I guess he was fucking wrong, wasn't he? That's kind of bullshit right there to say that, especially considering he's not allowed to fucking wrestle anymore. Well, I mean, that would be called doing an AJ Lee, but AJ hasn't done it yet, so... So if Brian turns up in ROH, then then we can have a go at him. Until then... And then dies. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think Brian needs to be anywhere near a wrestling ring. Yeah, why would yeah, why would he be crying in the middle of the ring being given all that build up and main event of Raw? I mean he's not Ric Flair. He's not gonna do all that and then wrestle again. He's got a fucking lesion on his brain. Yeah. Like why would he lie about that? Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't know, and again this is uh you know. This isn't Shawn Michaels we're talking about. He didn't he didn't lose his smile. No, he actually found it. Mm. Which is weird. Uh, com is reporting that this is the weirdest story that I've read this week, but he was on two shows. com is reporting that Wade Barrett has actually given his notice to WWE. According to sources, Barrett will not be signing a new contract when it expires in a few months. It's believed that this com- his contract expires in June, and it's unknown what he has planned once he leaves the company. It's believed that he wants to leave the company because he's not enjoying what his role has been. Well, to be fair, when you're getting when you're injured, eighty percent of the time of your contract. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, it's kind of hard to use you. Shall I do it? Yeah, it's. Shall it's, I, no, shall I no, shall I do it? Yo, go ahead, go ahead. I'm afraid I've got some bad news. <laughs> I'm not yeah. signing a contract because my fucking shoulder. Well, to be fair, I think his real push was fucked up with the back during the Nexus angle. Um, he's never really recovered since, uh, and he was basically the other member of the League of Nations. So, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, I think he just got lost to the shuffle. Uh, he should have got over more with the Nexus angle, but that angle was supremely botched, another casualty of the Super Cena. Um, so. Yeah. Uh, which is a shame, because I was just starting to warm up a little bit and then he gets injured again it's like ah oh, fuck and now he's putting yeah his and it's like they and they they but they do he seemed to have a habit of taking away anything that got over with him he was kind of like uh estrada or any of those guys back when it's like oh shit their catchphrase is getting over get it their gimmick off them 
okay. Because they're heels, so they're not supposed to be getting over. But um, Do you think he's going to go on, like, you shoot or something and say how bad the company was? Probably. Yeah. And, then he'll, and then he'll return, like Del Rio did, probably. Uh, yeah. No, no I, th- I, I could see him turning up in a... I mean, I, he could turn up in, like, a TNA... Um, if it's still around, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Uh, if but I knowing them, they'll hire him with the last dollar that they've got because he's got WWE on him. Um, they'll probably try and redo the Nexus angle with all the old Nexus guys and call it something very similar. Uh, Dark system. No. <laughs> like that. Nexus with an I. The center instead of the core. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You think I'm wrong, uh, but I, I think I, honestly, I think he'd be a good fit with the Lucha Underground. Maybe I, I think he'd uh, be a good kind of that underground brawler gimmick he had. Maybe which would actually kind of work because Lucha Underground is like Fight Club for pro wrestling. Exactly, and he had the whole Fight Club gimmick for a little while, didn't he? And then WWE forgot all about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just, like the, the, after like he I came said, back, the, they just forgot. Like I said, he was one of those. He was one of those where they do something with him, it start going somewhere, and then they just give up. Sometimes due to injury, sometimes due to just, uh, yeah, we'll make him a king now. Because English. Yeah, English. I th- well, I think that's when they fucked up, personally. I mean, I, I didn't have a problem with it. I mean, because he was still Bad News Barrett up to that mm-hmm. point, and, mm-hmm. and then he wasn't anymore. They- yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it, it, the, the King of the Ring has become this albatross that uh, if you win it, it, it since maybe like nineteen ninety nine, if you win the King of the Ring, God help you. Unless you're Booker T. Booker T. did something with it. But. Yeah, Booker was actually entertaining. Uh, Daniel Bryan and Bree appeared on Good Morning America to discuss Bryan's retirement from WWE. It was a mention that Bryan was trying to keep his injuries a secret from WWE and Bree. It was also revealed that Bree would be retiring later that year. We already talked about that. Uh, so basically, what what was mentioned that Brian was keeping his seizures a secret and pretty much begged Bree not to tell anybody. That could have seriously fucked up mm-hmm. her career. <laughs> well, that could have seriously, like, really badly done. You know, something really bad could have happened. Yeah. So I mean. Thank God it didn't. Thank God he got out. Why he's still at his health, and that's all that matters. Like we said the other week. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I get that he, you know, didn't think that the seizures had anything to do with the concussions, but yeah, well, time, come on, you know, I'm, I'm sure. no doctor picked it up though. That's just it's like, oh look, I realize. I take bumps and then I have seizures. Well, if you don't, <laughs> and then when I don't take bumps, I don't have seizures. Hmm, maybe they're connected. Yeah. Which, you know, and I'm sure... It sounded pretty... like he was just having seizures even when he wasn't wrestling. Oh, well, yeah, maybe. I suppose it, would, it wouldn't be like a trigger thing. It'd be a thing that'd come on and off and it, without realizing where it'd come from. But, he, you know, he had to know, I guess. I, I don't know. Maybe, I, I mean, I'd imagine that this was happening when he was on his rise and he just didn't want to... It's kind of the same thing as Steve Austin with the neck, right? It's, it's fuck, I'm injured. fuck the fact that I'm injured. I want to be the top star, you know? And he was for a couple months, mm. unfortunately. Uh, Dave Meltzer, my favorite, you know, parent wrestling personality, mentioned in his latest episode of the Wrestling Observer Radio. I like Dave Meltzer. You can like him I, all you want. I, 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 again, I like 
Alvarez more on them, their shows, but because uh, I think Dave Meltzer sometimes comes off as if he knows more. Like he'll say, "Oh, my contacts told me this was going to happen." It's like, well, you didn't say it before it was going to happen, so yeah. This may yeah. or may not happen, but if it happens, it was my, I called my it. idea. I figured it out. If it didn't happen, I I don't know what you're talking about. That yeah, other people. Yeah. Uh, he. This is the part that made me kind of go, "Oh shit, it's a Meltzer week." There has actually been no discussion within WWE of having CM Punk come back to the company. Punk is currently recovering from surgery and expected to make his UFC debut in 2028. Speaking of Punk... He's already in the video game, though. So, right. yeah. Speaking of Punk, WWE has added his profile back to WWE.com, which has led to a lot of questions regarding his status within the company. This most likely has no meaning behind it, as WWE has added several other past superstars to their websites. Fans also speculated about Punk returning when John Cena posted an Instagram picture that is also Punk's Twitter profile picture. Uh, long story it's short, been, nothing. Yeah, yeah, it's just been a long. It's just been long enough that Vince has calmed down. And is like, okay, we'll acknowledge that he exists. He didn't kill anybody. I'm sure we'll see Hogan yeah. back in the next couple of months. You know, if the lawsuit closes, they're still doing that. Uh true. They'll probably wait until after that. Yeah. Is he is he back on their website yet? Hogan? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I I don't think so. I love that he's going around saying that he was taken out of the Hall of Fame because he's not on the Hall of Fame website. So is that what the Hall of Fame is? If you're not on the website page, you're not in it. I don't think he's on there. I, I, Mr. America well, might that, be on there, but... Yeah, well, then again, nobody's on the website anymore because you can't use the website anymore, so I guess nobody's in the Hall of Fame now. Yeah, nobody, and we'll get to the Hall of Fame here in a minute. Uh, Japanese... this I, I'm just shitting here. Uh, Japanese wrestling blogger... Uh, I'm not going to pronounce that name. Provided more information about Shinsuke Nakamura's deal with WWE. Nakamura told WWE officials that he wants to keep doing it with his ring name and costume. Nakamura said he's already in talks with the person who is making his new entrance music. Aw. He said he is now really excited. He wanted to wrestle his old roommate, Daniel Bryan, but he's still looking forward to wrestle in WWE. Triple H told Nakamura, do what you like to do. Nakamura said he does not watch other wrestlers' matches so much because it's really important for him to be original. And those of you who don't know, he's like a parody of Michael Jackson and Freddie Mercury combined. Um, those of you that have Sounds not... gay! Well, <laughs> a little bit. I will say this. Holy shit. We have Kenta, Joe, AJ, Balor, Zane, Nakamura, Kana. Uh, there's more. Mm. The, the NXT is turning in Owens. This is turning into New Japan OH. New Japan OH OTNA, yeah. This is insane. This is deliberate. WWE are trying to get that market and get us fans more hooked because they know that's the core audience these days because the audience has shrunk. The whole name thing, I think that's precedented because they've done it with with two people now. They've done it with AJ and they've done it with Joe where they've just brought them in with their ring names, which kind of is a shame because I feel bad for, like, Kenta, who had to change his name. Um because they weren't doing that at the time, and I feel... Like, maybe that was Kenta's idea, but to me, I was like, well, Kenta is a much cooler name, and he could have kept it if he had come in just a slightly bit later. Do you know what I mean? If he had come in after this AJD, I think he could have kept his name. Um, no, I, I mean, it's also a shame what he said about Brian. 
uh, all of his friends are coming in who are like his guys who he wrestled all around the world. It's like, yeah, I'm going to have to go great match. Oh. That, that, that's, that fucking is... awful. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, that is, yeah, fucked up, man. Absolutely but, fucked up. Uh, you know, the others all know each other. We'll get to see AJ Joe probably at some point and... You know, I, I, you know, the best way to save WrestleMania is just making an NXT special. Mm. Honest mm. to God, WrestleMania is NXT. <laughs> How about they have a battle royal and the loser has to go to TNA? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> that would suck. Uh, <laughs> as seen on Monday's Raw, uh, the ratings, I shit you not, went through the fucking roof. Like somebody um, was like, what the fuck's happening? Yeah, this is exactly what happened. Shane McMahon made his return to WWE after being away for several years. Meltzer, you know, mentioned on the installment of the Wrestling Observer Radio that the deal was brokered a couple weeks back for Shane's return, and very few people knew about it. In regards to Shane's position with the company behind the scenes, there's been no changes in upper management, so very little is known at this time. As... For appearing on WWE television, Shane could possibly be appearing on television as a regular moving forward, even after WrestleMania. Um, this is again... Which Dave, means he'd have to be... We'll get to that. Yeah, this is another <laughs> Dave Meltzer story. He basically told us what happened on Raw and reported it as news. Um, well, he was talking about the backstage stuff. I'd love to be a fly on the wall uh, for that dinner. Well, <laughs> Vince had, had Shane over for family. Well, oh, Shane, Shane, Shane. Uh, you see, we've got this problem right now. We were going to do Cena Undertaker, but then Cena's injured, and everybody's injured, and we've got nobody to face Undertaker. Our only alternative is Bram Strowman. So, uh, could you do me a big favor and come back? <laughs> <laughs> Best for business. Um. Yeah. Yeah. In one hand, you're like, Shane is back. In the other hand, you're going, oh, fuck. And it's such a shame that I, Shane... I have, this. I have no I, problem it, with the fucking match. I just don't know who's going to win. And I don't yeah, that, yeah I, I, I'm all up for it. But it's such a shame that... Uh, not a shame, but interesting that the McMahons, especially Shane on Monday, are more over than any of the talent. Well... well Shane was uh... well, yeah. Shane and Triple H. Triple H know. is God now. I mean, they're, they're the, they were the most over guys on Monday, you know. And I suppose when you're controlling it, it's kind of like Dusty Rhodes back in the day. You know, he was on top for so long because he was the Booker. You know? Yeah, I mean, even the Road Warrior stabbed him, and he still was a fan. Uh, this is a story that actually broke broke out, and I did the research, and this actually is true. Pawn Stars revealed that Paul Bearer's Hall of Fame ring was actually attempted to be sold. Originally, the friend of a family by the name of Bryce went to the shop and asked for $22,000 when he was only told he would get 4000 Bryce declined the offer and took the ring back to possibly sell it elsewhere. The real question internet wrestling fans in the community have been asking is, how the hell did he get the ring, and is this a huge slap in the face to the Bearer family? This actually happened. Someone... I heard something about this, but I didn't know it was Paul Bearer. No, it was Paul Bearer's Hall of Fame ring was about to be pawned off. And well, the, friend, the friend just took it? or would... I don't know if he took it or if the family gave it to him as a gift, but then he tried to sell it. 
so I think the real question is, A, is this disrespectful? Obviously, yes. And B, does WWE respond? I mean... Well, no, because Sonny's tried to sell up, selling hers on eBay. Billy Graham did the same thing. I don't think they give a fuck. Uh, well, I mean, I'm sure they give a fuck. I'm sure they won't be invited back. But at the same time, it's like... The son that was actually kind of uh, gracious uh, is the one that died. The one that's left is the one that was there chewing gum, like an arrogant prick on the stage during the Hall of Fame thing. So, yeah, it's it's kind of a shame to to hear about something like this. And I thought it was a joke, and I thought it was going to be Sunny because you know she's in a adult film now. But no, it was for Paul Bearer. And I keep hearing this that this is such a huge uh, disrespectful act towards Taker, and I go, no, it's not. Taker has nothing to fucking do with it. Um, towards Taker? Yeah. And we all know what fans I'm talking about. Okay. Um, I go, I don't That's... see how it's disrespectful towards Taker, per- maybe by proxy, but it's not yeah. like they openly insulted him. It's... No, no, it's just, it's just a case of, you know, it's like somebody trying to sell their Oscar. It's like, I mean, it doesn't mean as much, obviously, but... No, but, uh, so... The ring was obviously, it was trying to be pawned off, and they said no, not for the price he was asking, so, uh, shit, that's, that kind of sucks. It, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, as I said, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was with permission of the family, because the only close family member left was the guy who obviously was pissed off with WWE for doing the CM Punk angle. Uh, I think he was the guy who spoke out about it, and then obviously he was the guy who looks like he would like to be anywhere else but there when he was accepted the award. Yeah, and I thought he was okay with it, unless, again, that was the other one. That was the other one. That, that was the other one that's okay, yeah. So, you know, that, that, that actually happened, and sorry to say it, and this is the last bit of news here, folks. Um, Dave Meltzer, this is the fourth time he's been on this fucking show. Figure Four Weekly Online reports that Lucha Underground is going to have to raise money for a fourth season. They said that to have enough money for the third season tapings through mid-May, which would give them television tapings through the summer of 2017. The company is reportedly trying to have Lucha Underground movie produced by 2018, but some fear is the brand isn't popular enough for it to be successful. Regarding money loss, one source says that the money lost so far after two seasons is slightly less than half of what TNA lost after 10 years of being in the business. However... Lucha Underground executive producer Eric Van Wagenen responded to the reports about the company's future. The rumors of Lucha El Rey's demise have been greatly exaggerated. Perhaps check with the real source instead of some old disgruntled one. The network gives us a sensational budget and we produce the show for exactly that. Not a penny more. That's how TV works. Hashtag Lucha El Rey. So on one hand, Dave Meltzer says that Lucha Underground is hemorrhaging money, and the actual source says, no, actually, we're fine. Yeah, but to, let's be honest here, Dixie Carter says the same thing. You know, we're, we're not going anywhere, we're staying on Destination America. Oh, shit, we're cancelled, we're moving to Pop TV. No, um, so, I mean, <laughs> take uh, that thing with a grain of salt, but go on, sorry. I don't think Lucha's hemorrhaging money, I really don't. Mm. I, I've heard before I do. that they... That they had trouble getting a season two just because they didn't. Yeah, they did have trouble getting a season two. Yeah, and, uh, uh, they've got a, they've got a season three, so we know we're getting that. Um, four is the question. I, I think the thing with it is is because the show is so good. The reason that we all love it is because of the production values. 
but that's the reason it's costing so much money um you know if it was just a live arena taping it wouldn't cost half as much as you know they're basically shooting a regular tv show every week but they're not getting the ratings to justify the budget well, yeah, by, the, by the way, i got to say this real quick. I, I watched El Rey, just the network, because uh, Kill Bill was on. That is a fucking cool channel. It is. The, I mean, it's just all they show is, like, shit I like. <laughs> it's like it's kind of like, it, like that. Spanish, kind of, Spanish Spike TV, basically. It's like yeah, it's kind of like, like, um, like... Kung Fu movies and... It's kind of like if Machete owned a network. Um, yeah. That kind of thing, yeah. I no, definitely. I think I think everybody loves Lucha, but the fact that they don't charge people for their TV tapings, and the fact that you can't, like, the obvious answer would be let's do house shows, but they can't do house shows because that the wrestling they don't charge is people to come? no, it's a, it's a TV studio. Um, it's or, it's or, fake, or, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> but the the, the the people that the, no the, the crowd there are a real crowd but they let them in for free uh they're in, in the same way that you get let into a you know a quiz show or whatever else you go to see taped it's the same sort of thing um but i i think the thing with it is is that uh they can't do house shows because the wrestling is is it don't get me wrong the wrestling is over and part of the reason it is but half of the reason the show is over is because of the production values and you can't take that on the road. You can't take... Like, it's not supposed to be a wrestling promotion. It's supposed to be a TV show, and you can't take a TV show on the road. To that to that respect, no, you can't, because it's... I can't look at the fucking thing. Um, it's just not something you can do. Not on a house show <laughs> budget, that's for sure. Yeah, definitely not on a, <clears throat> on a house show at all. That's going to do it all for the uh, the news of the week. Uh, I have a fan email, and I'm going to read this out. He says, uh, I'm going to bring up a sore subject. CM Punk, I'm saying he will eventually return, not anytime soon, though. He had to have recent back surgery that pushed his UFC fight back a bit. Again, looking forward to the fight and hope he puts up a good showing, but I think the years of wrestling and his age is prohibiting factor to more than a UFC fight, even given his multi-year deal. I'm thinking a likely return for 2017's Mania season, and that is from Donald. Um, I don't want to say never say never with Punk, but I'm starting to go, you know, maybe just say never would be a super <laughs> bet. I think it's going to be an Ultimate Warrior situation. I think it's going to be, we'll hear from him in 20 years when he wants the money to go into the Hall of Fame. If he's even... Worth? Going yeah, to yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he is. If they're going to put fucking Godfather and Coco, be beware there. They're going to put CM. See, Punk I don't there. agree with Godfather, but that's just me. <laughs> Look, maybe, they maybe put it. They, some strings there since they put anybody there. in. They put anybody in who's a nostalgia act. They put Rikishi in. Anybody who's got a memorable character who you like. Oh yeah, I remember that guy. They put them in. CM Punk is a Hall of Fame. Um, because he was a main eventer, he was the longest reigning WWE champion, other than Bruno, or and, and obviously and obviously Hogan, all that stuff. Um, so uh, you know, again, he, he was a huge main event star. So he, he was as much of a star as Warrior was, uh, maybe not in terms of mainstream, but in terms of actually on the product. Uh, he, yeah, I think it's going to be a situation where he'll make peace when later in life when he's not strip prick. And I'm not sure if that's ever. I look forward to that day. Did, yeah, it happened with Warrior. I would like so. to see what CM Punk is like when he's not a fucking prick. 
killed an older guy who realizes that uh, maybe he should have counted his blessings a bit more. Well, Punk's kind of screwed up anyway. I mean, his opening thing of his DVD is um, my father is an abuser and and my brother stole from me. Yeah, uh, yeah. Look, I'm not I'm not saying that he isn't right to to be how he is or anything like that. I'm just mm-hmm. saying he's got this sense of entitlement that is the oh, reason yeah. that people don't like him as a person. Yeah. So that's if, what... if he came back to WWE and and he did like and he managed to like make me forget that he's a prick again, then you know that would. Be... Well, that's the thing, isn't he? he? It's it's the Shawn Michaels thing. It's like, yeah, he's a prick, but if he's good in the ring, who cares? Yeah, I mean, well, that's that's basically what I was saying before. Is that um, you don't you don't think about it that much when they're on TV and they're entertaining you. But exactly, because he hasn't been, he hasn't that's been doing that mean. now for like two years. All he's been doing is acting like an asshole. Well, that's what—that's the thing—is that's what made him such a good heel was that persona. But if he came back and had a fucking hour-long match with AJ Styles, nobody would be going, "Oh, he's a brick." You know? Well, Dana White probably. That's going to do it all for <clears throat> the news of the week. Why don't we get into Monday Night O'Match? Because only two things really happened on Raw this week, and we're going to talk about one of them. It opens up with the Vincent J. McMahon. Well, we got the footage of the uh, mauling where Brock beat up Dean Ambrose. Oh, yeah, he beat up Dean Ambrose. I I really liked this. um, I don't like that the fans were cheering, though, because... (laughs) No, I I liked it because it looked real. Like well, a, it, it probably it, they probably just planted somebody in the actual crowd of people that wait at the, the outside the stadium to see people drive up because I know people do that. I've seen. Well, yeah, yeah, but I, I believe there were real people there. You know, that's what I'm saying. I, I it reminded me of kind of the Kurt Henning Shawn Michaels thing from very early Raw, uh, where they just like beat each other up and they went to like how it goes car and so all that. It was kind of, the, it, what I liked about it was it felt real. It didn't feel like the usual oh, there's a camera there but let's forget and we've got a lighting set up in the background almost like we planned to film here. You know, it, it looked like it was something that happened out of the blue, which I liked. Well, wait till we get to NXT. They uh, do something similar. Uh, so, after the whole Brock thing, it opens up with the Vince McMahon, you know, award, and I'm thinking, it's got to be Taker. It, it has to be, because we haven't seen Taker yet, and it's WrestleMania season. They can, this is a build-up for Taker. I mean, Taker's I love the award, by the way. It looked like the uh, Superman crystals. It was actually a nice award, so I'm thinking it's Taker, because this is the setup for Taker. I mean, Brock's going to come out, or someone's going to come out and stab him with it. There's your Mania match. No, it's for Stephanie. And everyone at the same time groaned, going, "Ah, I kind of, I kind of had an idea that just because of the way they were talking about it." And I guess just over time, I started thinking, "This might be a work." <laughs> like, because at first I thought it wasn't, but that was like a week ago. But as we well, let's be, let's, it was a let's work. Be on it, let's be honest. On the moment she came out with her speech and said, "I didn't expect to win," but you know, yeah, come on. 
<laughs> Everybody knew it was a party authority or dicks thing. You know, I mean, I mean, nobody expected who came who came out to come out though, right? Yes, because after she goes to pull out her award or no her acceptance speech, acceptance you know, speech, even though she didn't expect to win. You know, she didn't expect to win. Dollar, here, dollar. Here comes the money. And ratings went from the 2.8 to like an 11.30. Shane's back. And we had the most intense, almost raw moment mm. in a long time. Ever. Shane would not hug Vince. He wouldn't shake his hand. He wouldn't even go near him. And I hate to say this, Shane, you look like your dad. Oh, God. And they pretty much laid out the plan that, you know, seven years ago, Vince, you done fucked up. I bailed you out, and part of the perk was I got to do whatever I wanted. Now I'm back, and I want control of Raw, and I I want it now. All right, well, censored, you're going to fight The Undertaker in Hell in a Cell at WrestleMania. So at one point, we had the returning of Jesus Christ... And in the other moment, we go, realize he's going to die. Sacrifice for our sins while it's coming up on Easter. Um, this was the 20 minutes of pure holy shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, I had this kind of self-spoil for me. I mean, the, these uh, DM and JJ were texting, um, as I said earlier, and I they said to watch Raw, and I looked it up myself, so I spoiled it for myself. Um, I was so actually I mad at JJ because this is very reminiscent of something that happened, <laughs> but they went a different route and I go, okay, I'm not as pissed. Yeah, wait for people who are following that. Wait till A two J later. Uh, yeah, <laughs> they, um, no, the the thing here was this was everything that was good about the Attitude Era. This segment it was. I can I can actually say that. Yes, they, it was the the drama. The character stuff, the oh shit! This is why the McMahons are on t- their own TV because they're all really good performers. Uh, other than Linda, you know, we can leave her off. Uh, but Shane and Stephanie, you know, and, the, and Vince are incredible on camera performers. They've got incredible charisma. They like Shane just picks up mic and he never even slipped once. He just boom, 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 boom. Um, he right back into the performing uh, performing gene. I love how. We've always spoke about how great it would be for Shane to come back and for them to have the real-life situation of Stephanie kind of jumping over him in line and taking over the company with Triple H, where it was supposed to be his, have that play out on screen. And they actually are doing that. And it's so bizarre and awesome to see. And they're doing really good story stuff. All of it made sense. And wrestling is at its best in WWE style when... You you don't know what's fact and what's fiction, and some of it's a shoot, and some of it's not. It, it kind of blurs that those lines, and that's what was great about this. Um, now, obviously, I don't think like Vince raped a child, and there's some things in a lockbox in reality, but well, whatever the hell Shane's got. Uh, <laughs> I think that's the only part that I'm kind of meh about because now it's kind of the lockbox storyline. But I'm, uh, taking, think, I'm think, taking it at face uh, value, though, because this is just fucking just, awesome. I think that's just the MacGuffin. I think that's just the MacGuffin to... Because I'm sure people, they, they know that people will be like, well, why doesn't Vince just tell him to piss off? He doesn't have a job. Uh, so this is the, kind of the lockbox is the thing that is hanging over Vince's head so that all those logic problems go away. 
What's everything? What's in the box? God knows. This is WWE, so you know that they don't know. What's in uh, the box? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, WWE would do not know. They uh, you know, look back to the general manager being Hornswoggle. Oh, speaking of which, it's probably that. Remember when Hornswoggle was Vince's son? It's probably something to do with that. Um, yeah, they, they, there's, there's been a lot of those payoffs where they've come up with a thing and they come up with the answer later on. And usually the answer's Hornswoggle for some fucking reason. Um, I, so, uh, it's yeah. got to be something that happened seven years ago and try to pinpoint what will happen then. Uh, 2009. Oh, maybe what's in the lockbox is proof that Jimmy Snooker did kill that. No. Um... <laughs> Ah! <laughs> the Vince testified for him and lied. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I, I have no idea what what, what that could be. I think again, I think that's just a McGuffin. I don't think they know what that is. But this was awesome. This was well done. This was great to see Shane. He was fantastic. The segment was perfect. Vince going, "I want to beat you, motherfucker!" Like, with what? Like, and that actually happened, folks. There's raw footage online. He actually said that. Yeah, he was, and he had a mic, so he was doing that to like, to his children crowd. He was like, "I'm gonna beat your little pussy ass, motherfucker!" Exactly, and like, the crowd heard oh, it because it would have been live. Yeah, yeah, um, and they wow. reacted. They're like, "Oh, did he just say that?" Let, so let me get. Let, can we can we discover this? I know Vince is a huge hypocrite, but good God! So Brad Maddox gets fired for saying bad language. Titus O'Neil gets suspended for grabbing Vince's arm, but Vince can say. You motherfucker! I'm gonna beat your ass live on TV before the before nine o'clock. Okay, uh, <laughs> it's Vince McMahon. It's his company, yeah. man. I mean, exactly. You can get away I, with it. I gotta say, uh, the initial reaction to Shane being there and everything he was saying was fucking awesome. And then the Undertaker thing, like mm-hmm. we said, just kind of comes out of nowhere. But it happens so quickly that you're just like, wait. <laughs> yeah, the shame, the shame. Yeah. There was no build up to this. All of a sudden, Vince is just like, and your opponent, the Undertaker, and you're yeah. like, oh, okay. Which which forces you to watch Raw tomorrow because um, Taker's supposed to be on Raw tomorrow. Yeah, I see. That's the thing is is it was so awesome the segment and I the implication. Now you know that part where he did swear. Now, some people are going, so, are they trying to say, and I hope this wasn't what they were trying to say, that Vince was beat up his children? Like, <laughs> I, I hope what they meant was their WrestleMania match, and their matches that they had. I hope that's what they meant. <laughs> and, and not that they're trying to imply that Vince was some sort of child beater, because, oh boy, do not start a storyline with that in. That would be right up there with Katie Vick. Um, well, it's the McMahons. I think we can accept it. I mean... Yeah, well, Linda isn't running for Senate, so it's fine. Um, <laughs> she was uh, thinking about it. It's like, well, so much for this. Yeah. No. Um, yeah, and as you said, Alex, the Taker thing was the way... Like, Shane was like, holy shit, and this is... Yeah, everything faulted out logically as it should have. The Taker thing was... Uh, <laughs> this that, is where you can That's go. your backup plan. That's your B plan for. That's what you're going to do. Want to take it WrestleMania? Shame, I man. Think this is the D plan, to be honest, because it was supposed. Let's get it out of the way. It was supposed to be Cena. Mm-hmm. Well, Cena's hurt. It was supposed to be Bray Wyatt and Strowman. Mm-hmm. Oh, that plan got 
that plan got scrapped. It was supposed to be Kevin Owens. They're going a different route. So, Shane McMahon. Yeah, and let's let's face it. This is going to be good storyline. Having Taker's response and all that stuff is going to be good. I think it'll be sort of kind of like '98 Undertaker. Where he and Kane was like they were he was they were working for Vince but they were like fuck you Vince if you ever don't like what he called them future pussies and he they slammed they broke his leg and stuff kind of like he was they were working for him but not really this whole really this really cool you've got to tune in next week storyline stuff which is something we've not had in so long so long and again it involves the McMahons. Yeah, the best soap opera stuff always did back in the day, and they're doing that again here, which was which is fantastic. My only thing with it is everything. I'm fine with the angle. I'm fine with the match. My thing is, who the hell are we supposed to cheer for at WrestleMania? Taker. I know who I'm cheering for, but I. (laughs) So if we want change and we want rid of the authority, then we want Shane McMahon to beat the Undertaker. But that would also put him in the same league as Brock Lesnar, and let's face it, Brock Lesnar's in his own fucking league. Exactly, and do you, do you really want to be like, the two men who beat Undertaker at WrestleMania, Brock Lesnar and Shane McMahon? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that. Well, so, I mean, you know Shane's going to have some bullshit that allows him to beat Undertaker if they go well, about it. So he's not going to just go out there and, and F5 him three times. Well, I've heard that I've heard the... I've heard people come up with a theory that they could just do the Undertaker lays down for the good of the business thing, but yet, what, after a 30-minute match where they beat the shit out of each other? Like, I know that's wrestling, but... Mm. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I don't know who we're supposed to cheer for. Like, uh, th- it, This makes it far more interesting in that sense, and you've got to tune into WrestleMania to see what's going to happen. Because uh, if it was a heel, if it was a heel, it would have made more sense. But in the same way, it would have been more predictable. Oh, Shane's just going to beat him. You know? Which brings <laughs> up two things. We've been seeing photos of The Undertaker getting buff for WrestleMania this year. Like, he is going in as a fucking machine. But he's buffing up for Shane McMahon? Okay. And then, to look good. and then two, who would be the heel in this promotion? Well, Taker was kind of a heel last year against Brock, but... I, that I don't way as soon as he fought the Wyatts. Yeah, I don't think there's any heel here. Like, that's like, as I said, if he was fighting Big Show or something, like it'd be like, yes, that would make more sense, but it wouldn't be as good a match. That, that, that's that's the. It's like this is more interesting, but it's also like, huh? What do you do now? Like, do you just have Shane just lose, and then we're like, oh, the next night we're just back to the status quo of the Authority. And people are like, oh, fuck this with the authority. Or do you have Shane beat Taker? I, you've got to tune in to find out. And that, that's, that's, it's the weird part, but it's also the good part because we don't know. We can't predict it. People have been complaining, me included, that WWE is so predictable these days. No fucker predicted this, that's for sure. <laughs> and again, I think this is plan D because they had plan A and then 30 people got hurt and like, fuck. And, the one thing, and I hopefully they, they answer this tomorrow on Raw. What if Taker just comes out and says, no. Fuck off. Like, I'm not wrestling Shane McMahon or WrestleMania. I'm the fucking Undertaker. And if he says, yeah, I'll fight Shane McMahon, again, who's the fucking heel? <laughs> yeah, if he fights Shane McMahon, he's corporate Undertaker again, yeah. Um, I mean, why? It's just, I'm not nitpicking, 
but it's just it's a weird scenario that if you cheer Taker, you're cheering for Vince, but if you boo Taker, no, only, you can't boo him. That's the problem. That's what's, that's what's going to make a fascinating segment tomorrow. I think I, the question then becomes: Are they going to do something where Vince has something over Taker? Like maybe it's like I won't let you in the Hall of Fame, or I won't do, or I won't give you, you have another brother. <laughs> and he's going to interfere in the match and oh, tear God. off the cell door. And his name is. I can actually uh, see the Wyatt family getting involved. His name is Abyss. They're bringing Abyss in. <laughs> his name is Jack. Something normal. Chris Park. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know what they're. Hopefully, and this is another rumor I heard, they're going to erase the streak if Taker doesn't win. Well, the streak doesn't exist anymore. Well, not. But I mean, like, the whole fucking thing. Like, that, that never happened. Yeah, can you imagine. A DVD coming out twenty eight and two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would suck. So that's the opening segment of Raw, and we're like, "Holy fuck!" There's more to this show. You can just go home after this. Fuck this shit. Uh, we then had. Um, I'm trying to do this the best I can here because I just. It was Big Show, and this is probably way out of order. No, I'm wrong. It, yeah, fuck it. Big Show, Demon Kane, and Ryback versus the Wyatt family because we needed a rematch. But halfway through the match, Ryback is like, no, and leaves. And everyone's all, what the fuck, Ryback? What, what, what the fuck are you doing? The Wyatts get the win. After the match, Ryback's all, you know, I'm tired of tag matches. Feed me more. Fuck it. No, I'm uh, I'm not a heel, but I'm not a face either. I, uh, I want to do shit in this company, so... Kane and Cho can fuck off. Mm. So, if this was any other time, if this was any other time of year, you'd be like, okay, this is probably going to go nowhere. But because it's made here, it means they're probably setting up for something. Hopefully, not Ryback versus like Kane. Good God, no! Uh, <laughs> please, no. <laughs> but uh, why would you go out for the tag match then? I know the usual wrestling questions of that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, I. It's almost like Ryback read the feedback from the night before. It's like, oh, if I beat Bray Wyatt again, people will be pissed off at me. Uh, <laughs> although Bray was actually in the match this time, so maybe that was the difference. Yeah, so... We'll once again, I, I, again, once again with Kane, Demon Kane is back, he's back to being the monster, and then in a couple of months he's just back to be the, the same old jobber, just in a mask. Yeah, because, you know, reasons, I guess. Uh, then Bray Wyatt beat up Kane and Show and rolled his eyes back. Foreshadowing. Uh, oh, no. Just pointing it out. Shane ain't going to make a deal with them, is it? And it's just going to be that again? Just pointing it out. Uh, oh, oh is, does that mean the Wyatts are the new Mean Street posse? Yes. Well, at this point, <laughs> let's put it this way. Bo Dallas is getting more wins than Bray Wyatt right now. Uh, and Bo Dallas is in a nothing promotion. <laughs> yeah, but Bray wasn't in the match. That's the thing. It's like I, 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 I hmm. just pointing that out. Uh, we then had uh, again. I'm going through this. Uh, Sasha Banks versus Naomi. Sasha is decent, I think. Here, Banks gets the win. So, yay, Sasha. Yay, it's what's supposed to happen. But uh, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, well, we got the Charlotte promo where she came out and said, you know, you're going to be in a match and the winner faces me at WrestleMania. I, I, want, I kind of want it to end. I mean, obviously, you know, it's if, if somebody wins, it's going to be Sasha. But then if they do the draw thing and make it a triple threat, wasn't that the exact storyline and exact match that was in NXT? I think so, and that just... Wasn't that, wasn't, wasn't that the same triple threat match where Becky first got over was when she went into that match with Sasha and after she turned on her and it was against Charlotte as the women's champion? Isn't that the exact same storyline? I'll tell you what they were trying to do. They were going to do a fatal four-way, but someone hurt her neck. Well, yeah, but, like, I, I can't believe it. I've just realized that. Yeah, Sasha and Becky being a team. Oh, my God, they just repeated the NXT. Uh-huh. That is exactly what they're doing. <laughs> Okay. It's like NXT is like SmackDown now. A little bit. And mm. we'll... Yeah. The Usos go up against the Ascension, and the Ascension don't even get theme music. They're just already there. The Usos win. And the Dudley Boys cut a promo on the ramp, and they're like, Yeah! Do you know who we are? We're the Dudleys, and we will not be defined by furniture. <laughs> They've cut the same promo for every, every show for the past three weeks. I, although I do like it. Um, I like... The Dudleys are just much better heels. They are, without question. They're not bad as faces, but when you lose six weeks in a row, it's like, I can't cheer them no more. Exactly, exactly. They weren't They weren't bad during their... They were great and super over in their initial run, their first run, when they were super, super, super over. But the, but, but the whole nostalgia tables gimmick, that like, will only take you so far, this will actually give them some legs. And everybody knows from his TNA time, especially Bully or Bubba, is um, such a better heel. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's been all about his entire career. But Oh, yeah. Uh, Neville and the Lucha Dragons go up against the New Day, but the New Day score the win on this one. Uh, the interesting thing is they pin Sin Cara. I sense a breakup soon. <laughs> He's going to turn into Sin Cara Negro. Yeah, because... He's going to have a match. Because why not? Uh, we then had a backstage segment where Vince is talking to Stephanie, and he's all, don't worry. It's, it's a calculated risk. We have to... We're going to fuck him. We're going to fuck your brother. We're going to put him in the ring, and we're going to fuck him. Oh, uh, yeah, he- I love how he said uh, I took a I took a negative and turned it into another main event. So yeah, good point. Yeah. The other thing was there was another one with Triple H where everything Shane why, does is just goes to shit. <laughs> why is Triple H not involved in this? Shouldn't he be like? Isn't he the usurp? Yeah, like, yeah, like it's so it's, yeah. <laughs> like isn't Triple H the usurper of the throne? Like if if Triple H wasn't going to be champion. That would be the match, right? It, for this storyline, that it would be Shane versus Triple H, and you could even do it in Hell in a Cell because that's Triple H's match as well. No, yeah, you could, but reasons, mm. I guess. Mm. Um, we then have backstage. You know, Roman Reigns is all. I'm checking to see how my buddy Dean is doing, as opposed to actually going to the fucking hospital and checking him out. He's he's not. Uh, why won't Dean turn on this motherfucker? As because people would cheer him. That's yeah, what. <laughs> exactly. So let's not let's not do the obvious. But eventually, Dean Ambrose comes back because Brock Lesnar's in the ring with Paul Heyman, and Paul Heyman is all Dean Ambrose is like a parkour guy. He jumps around and then he gets hit with a Mack truck. Well, and, he said parkour, but then he started doing like motorbike noises. <laughs> yeah. 
So, <laughs> Dean Ambrose is, is dead, and no one can fuck Brock Lesnar. Didn't they do this before with Bray Wyatt? Oh, yeah, that's the, we'll ignore that. I, if, if you thought you'd seen this scene before, you have. Just, just add a bit of da 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 over <laughs> the top of it, and you'll, 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 you'll place it. Um, I, I, I liked this, but the, the ambulance thing was so corny. Like, like, if he had come out to his music, it would the crowd would have gone, yeah, but it was, it was just, the amp, the noise. It was just, it was just a little too corny. I think. I like, I like the uh, dramatic scream that that uh, Ambrose did when he screamed Brock's name as he was walking up the ramp. That yeah. was so cheesy. I loved it. It was like he just said Brock, like it was something out of a movie, as opposed to just like more real. Like it's almost like, uh, almost like it should have cut to Brock and like zoomed in on him. As he turned around, with that uh, sound effect, yeah, <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Like, like the Bret Hart, uh, the Bret Hart music video, yeah. Um, uh huh. Yeah. Bret! Dramatic <laughs> Dean. Um, no, I, I mean, I, I thought Dean was good in it. Uh, yeah, I, I, I thought, I thought Heyman was a great promo. I just liked how real the earlier promo was. The, the earlier segment where he was jumped, and this was a little too overproduced for my taste, but that's too to be so. And then Brock just steps over him, and he's like, "Yeah, I go to my and go to the back." And Dean's like, "I'm gonna fight you at Mania." <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, it's the same thing as Austin as well. Like, did he steal it? Like, <laughs> like, is he throwing the ambulance? Right? Like, fuck off! <laughs> throwing him out in the, middle, in the middle of the road? Are we not supposed to ask these questions? <laughs> No, it's wrestling. Stop. Yeah, Stop we, thinking. Stop we don't, it. We don't ask questions about that shit. Uh, we then have Chris Jericho coming down to the ring, and he's all, I need to talk to AJ Styles right the fuck now. AJ, get the fuck down here. And pretty much says, yeah, you belong here. I mean, fuck, you beat me twice. I mean, you you belong. Yeah, but so did Fandango, so, but yeah. Yeah, we don't talk about him. <laughs> you belong here, and I think... I think uh, you you deserve my 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 credentials, but then the social outcasts come out and they're being the social outcasts. And Jericho is like, you know what? I used to be a booker back in the day. How about me and AJ versus you guys? And that's exactly what happened. Team A two J. It was Y two AJ that they called. whatever they want to call it actually happened. And <laughs> go Jericho and Styles. Yeah, I mean, I seeing these two together was surreal obviously because i mean it's almost it's an idea that uh and obviously come into my brain at some point um almost you know i was expecting Shawn michaels to be in the corner uh but no um <laughs> that, yeah but at the same time my other side of it was like is i hope this is something that they're just doing for something for styles to do uh until to, to fill up the six weeks because my hope is that he, that he isn't in some kind of multi-match smalls thing at the pay-per-view, like a ladder match or a tag match. Or like, I want to see like him versus Owens in a singles match for the IC title. I think putting him in a in a multi-man match, especially just a random tag match, would be such a waste of... Don't get too excited then, because he, they make it an official team on SmackDown and say they want to go for the title. Okay, I, I guess that's I guess that's something. I just I, I I don't know. I'd rather see a good singles match, but. No. But what do we know? 
Uh, we then have like what, like what is Owens going to do now? You know, he's, he's, oh, he's he'll, Owens will fight. Um, I don't know. He can't go back to Ziggler again. Sure, he can he'll because fight his yeah, he'll fight his weight, and the wrestling fans will say he's fat. Oh, or is Sami Zayn get called up? Well, wait till we get to NXT. Uh, I don't have any reason to talk either. I'm a heavy guy. Yeah. We didn't get the main event as it's Sheamus versus uh, Roman Reigns. And, well, this is a match. I mean, it's it's not the, the sandwich that is interesting. It's the entree that's actually interesting. Because while Sheamus gets speared and disappears from the match, Triple H decides, you know what? I think it's time <laughs> to rape Roman Reigns and become the most overface since Shane McMahon. And that is exactly what happened. He beat the shit out of Roman Reigns and hit his head on the table 27 fucking times. And then proceeded to beat him some more. And then proceeded to beat him some more. And instead of the fans booing him, they were cheering him. Fuck yeah, Triple H! It is time to turn Roman heel. And I am not a fan of it. It's time. They even pulled out the fake blood. Like, uh, first of all, commend WWE for that because definitely blading these days, just no blading. But I still think blood has a place, and doing fake blood that works. It, it, you know, it, it still looks just as good, but you, you don't have to have people having fucking HIV tests. Yeah. Um. Wow, this was like, first of all. Do it to be if you were trying to get me to turn this show off after the first segment, announcing to me that Sheamus versus Roman Reigns was your main event was the fucking way to do it. That's how I turned off the last time. Um, good God, fuck those guys and fuck that main event. Uh, but the obviously it turned into what it was. Triple H was the most overfaced that wasn't named Shane McMahon in that building. Uh, I'm sure there's some people out there that are like, oh, we buried him. <laughs> People are like, yay, bury that motherfucker. You know, and I love that they, again, they went to the blood, they went to the huge beat, he was beating his head off the announce table 10 billion times, and the pe- and do you know what I Obviously expected them to go, oh no, I feel sorry for him. But instead they were like, no, fuck him, Triple H, fuck him, get that shovel out and bury his ass. <laughs> oh lord, uh, so, whoops. <laughs> I think it's time, and even Steve Austin agrees, you need to take Roman Reigns. You need to make him a heel, and you just need him to start killing people, and just go, just go from there. Yeah, but I, I mean, and I don't agree with it. I really don't want Roman as a heel because when Rollins comes back, he's just going to just just fucking peer. Well, but I mean, part of me is like, well, we've been thinking that with Cena for the last ten years, and they haven't done it because of stubbornness um, and because of t-shirt sales. But at the same time, Cena is when he comes back is still going to be around. So I guess there's more of a chance of it happening because of that. Maybe what they end up doing, and I please, I know this is the worst way this could possibly happen, is that they have Roman turn on Cena, and then that's the feud in summer. I'm okay with that. Uh, I think, and I can't believe I'm saying, I think the title match is going to be indicative considering the Shane Taker match. I have a feeling those two is one hand of the same body. Mm. Whoa, well, that'd be something interesting. Because if you think, let's say Shane beats Taker. Okay, well, now the company's... Whoa, face. what if... Oh, okay, this is a wild prediction. What if 
Shane brings in the Bullet Club, and they like under some different name, and they beat the Shah Taker and Screw Taker. And then Roman Reigns puts the SWAT kind of gear back on, and he's the leader of the WWE's version of the Bullet Club under Shane. Uh, I don't think people would accept Roman as that. Actually, I kind of think at that point they're already booing him, so fuck it. And then you have either a Cedar or an Orton come back as the Congregate, or or hell, until they come back, Dean Ambrose, who will just survive a beat or put a good showing against Brock. You have him be the top face against Roman as the top heel. Oh, okay. And then this, Seth comes back as the face. This theoretical uh, bullet club thing, you would have Roman as a heel then. Yeah. I'd have him. Be, I'd have. I'd have it be a two-pronged thing at WrestleMania. I'd have Shane Screwtaker with the lackeys, and then have uh, Roman become his top guy by Shane helping him in the main event. You know, a la WrestleMania. 17. You know that actually is a pretty founded theory because I remember reading something that they're supposed to be they're supposed to be doing like an NXT versus Raw angle. Just going with your theory, Triple H runs NXT. If Shane Ooh. runs Raw, there you go. So Triple H, so the, yeah, Shane takes over Raw with his guys, and then Triple H comes back with the, the NXT guys. In which case, WWE's kind of fucked. Because <laughs> people will be like, yeah, NXT! <laughs> I, mean, oh, I mean, WWE has Owens and AJ and you know, all those yeah, guys. Yeah, but, yeah, but wouldn't, wouldn't that be kind of an ECW invasion type thing? A little bit, like, but I'd be more <laughs> terrified who has Kenta. <laughs> well, yeah, but wouldn't Owens and especially like Tyler Breeze be like, fuck WWE, where would NXT? <laughs> At that point? Yeah. So that's Raw. Uh, why don't we get into, real quick, NXT! NXT did not take place at Full Sail University. It actually took place somewhere in Orlando. Um, I don't have the actual fucking place written down. Um, but the first match is the American... Hang on, hang on, hang on. Can anybody hear, like, a loud buzzing? Slightly, yes. Okay. Just just check it. Alex, I think it might be your fan. My... Well, we, can, oh, we, we can't hear, we can't hear the wind. Gone. We can't it's hear fine. the wind, but we can just hear that... Okay, NXT opens up with a tag match between the American Alphas, that's Jordan and Gable, against Blake and Murphy. They get the win. Decent tag match. We have uh, William Regal announcing that Zayn and Samoa Joe will be wrestling in a two out of three falls match. The winner will be number one contender to the world title. The reason why is because they... Wait, 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 wait. Did we, did we review the pay-per-view? You know what? We didn't. Okay, look, it was all about pay-per-view. The AJ Jericho match was good. The main event was good but predictable. Carry on. Yep, that's it. That was Fastlane. An extended Raw. 
we can ask. So, so did you did you think it was good, DM? No, I thought Fastlane was good, but I wouldn't consider it great. I just call it the problem. The problem is, is the same reason as we forgot about it here tonight to review it tonight is it was kind of eclipsed by Raw, big time. Uh, yeah, so basically Zane and Joe are doing the HBK British Bulldog kind of thing where both their shoulders were pinned. We need a number one contender, so there you go. Uh, we have a promo for the Drifter. If you haven't seen this guy in action, check him out. Apollo Crews versus Chris Gerard. Uh, he, he's making his debut. He's essentially Cesaro Light. Cruz gets the win. Jason Ciampa versus Bull Dempsey. Ciampa wins. Bull Dempsey got off my screen. Yeah, apparently he is. Apparently Dempsey's left. I believe he has, yeah. So they're a little bit behind. Footage of... And this is the funny thing, because on Raw, you had Brock Lesnar beating up Dean Ambrose, but you have actual footage, as in, like, security footage, of Blake and Murphy (laughs) beating up Enzo Amore, like, at the Performance Center in the parking lot. Cool. Like, you almost swear this was on a fucking security camera. So, decent job there. Uh, we get a promo from Samoa Joe who says, I'm going to kill Sami Zayn because fuck him. Sami Zayn says, well, no, he's not because I'm Sami Zayn. We then have the main event, which is Bay Mella versus Nia Jax and Eva Marie. Eva Marie still can't fucking wrestle or sell or do anything. She basically, you ever watch little kids play wrestler in the sandbox? <laughs> they act and sell better than she does at this Nia point. Nia Jax isn't much better She's not, but at least she she's has like, girth. She's, but she's Rock's cousin. Yeah, yeah, so she's probably getting pushed. Uh, she's kind of a poor man's awesome Kong. A little bit. So the heels actually get the win on this one, but the backstory is Kana wants that title shot, and she wants it, like, yesterday. So be looking cool. forward for Kana. And the final segment is Regal. Is I talk- love it. By the way, when you said her name earlier, I thought you said Connor, and I was like, Connor? I like both names, but fuck it. Uh, The ending segment is actually William Regal backstage talking to Balor going, you know, you're getting awfully close to the record of longest NXT champions, so next week it's going to be Finn Balor versus Adrian Neville. Yeah, I won't get too attached to that thing, because the last longest reigning champions, look at them now. Yeah, they're... one One of them's in a job squad, just saying. Um, <laughs> no, 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 breakout star of the year, but not like he's doing much. Yeah, that was NXT. I have to say again, spotlight is on the women. Yeah, and um, someone is going to heal really fucking soon, and I don't think it's going to be Finn. I think it's going to be Carmella. Uh, mm, yeah, I could definitely see that. Although I think she, if they call Enzo and Cass up, I think she'll go with them. Probably. Well, she's got to have a, one more heel. She's, I think she's going to do a heel program with Bailey. If Lana ever gets out of the doghouse, they'll probably do something with her and like Carmella and at ringside. Or maybe I'm not. I'm not sure. But that's NXT. Quick, easy. Uh, it was 58 minutes. You know, check it out. It was. Um, you know, it was definitely something. So I guess why don't we get into Lucha Underground?
I'm a little uh, behind. I know what happened this week, but I haven't actually watched it myself yet. I, I do want to. Um, but I can catch up on everything that's been happening in the last couple of weeks. It's generally continued on the Everybody Wants Mil Mortez, and he's sitting up there with uh, Ezekiel Jackson's skull on his throne, uh, <laughs> apparently. Uh, yeah, and. Uh, Your skull had... is mine. <laughs> <laughs> and we had, we had the debut of. They just need to have a guy called Johnny Cage wrestle him. That's all they need. It's Johnny Mundo. Isn't, oh, isn't, yeah, okay, isn't, yeah. He, isn't he basically Johnny Cage? He's got the sunglasses and. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's going to happen. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. yeah, speaking of which, he had a match with... And I love he's listed as this. He's listed as the man they call Cage. That, that, that's his actual name. <laughs> I thought that was just how he was announced, but no, apparently not. Uh, so, that, yeah, apparently they had a good match. Again, I have to uh, see it. Uh, I, I did see last week of the debut, or well, I guess it was two weeks ago, uh, the debut of the Cobra Moon, who was... Probably the worst wrestler I've ever seen on Lucha Underground. So, that's something. Um, PJ Black continue lo- continues losing, so I'm not sure why he left OWE, because he's just doing the same thing. Uh, <laughs> he's been given more time, I'll give him that. And um, Ivalice continues going after Katrina, and uh, I, and we get set up that apparently we're gonna, next week we're going to have Phoenix versus King Cuerno in a ladder match. So, somebody's going to die. Yeah, <laughs> someone's definitely going to die. Uh, is that it? Well, yeah, I mean, again, it's it's just been good matches, good development. I mean, the other main story that's been going on is, there's a, is you know, uh, Dario Cueto's crew, one of them is apparently an undercover cop. <laughs> he was the entire time. And then they brought in Joey Ryan as his kind of sleazy cop partner who is pretending to be a wrestler as well which is which is cool and it's a really unique cool gimmick for them to do uh, my only thing and Joey Ryan certainly fits the part of sort of that uh, you know you could imagine him in one of those cop movies buddy cop movies with the mustache and everything but the weird thing he is he looks like course, Tom Selleck from Magnum P.I. exactly exactly and um, my thing with him is I know Lucha's kind of in its own universe, but they occasionally reference other places. Like, they're like, oh, Melina, we know that she's with Johnny Mundo. You know, they, they do reference it. So it's weird that Jerry Ryan has been Jerry Ryan everywhere else on the Indies and on TNA. And yet in this, he's, you know, it's like, oh, um, Jerry Ryan's his undercover wrestling name. So it's like, has he been undercover? Was he undercover in TNA as well? Was he the guy who leaked the stuff about Vince Russo? <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, I yeah. This, this, so yeah, it's it's just all really fun stuff. I, I, there's been a couple of segments where I think it's gone a little too far, a little too wacky for my tastes. Uh, you know, this kill em off thing is pretty cool. I like that where it's just going where you know it's kind of a psycho horror movie. Um, that's kind of cool. Um, the only thing that went too far for me was that Aerostar segment I described a couple of weeks ago where he blasted off and he was in like 10,000 years ago and stuff. Uh, even for Lucha, that was a little far. Oh, we also got the... A couple of weeks ago, we got the origin story of Dario Cueto uh, about how his father was apparently... They made a deal with Draz, Dragon Aztecas and they... they formed a bond to unite the tribes, but Dario Cueto Sr. apparently started sacrificing people, 
and started worshipping Satanism and the dark arts. <laughs> am, am I, now, if I'm not mistaken, wasn't Ray telling him the story? Yeah, Ray Mysterio How, was like... A, when did fucking Ray Mysterio become Jet Li? And B... How the fuck did Rey Mysterio figure this out? Because apparently, because he told uh, Dragon X Tekka Jr., who's like inherited the mask, that it was supposed to be him who inherited the mask, and it was his legacy to take the mask, even though his legacy was to take the Rey Mysterio mask, but whatever. Apparently, he knew about all this in the Blue Underground University. He's like the, the sensei that's training this new guy. Um, and the guy knew that he was going to die when he entered the temple, so don't go for revenge and because he was breaking the sacred vow that the temple is the holy place of the evil side. And and apparently that's the explanation for Matanza, who is Derequator's monster face-eating brother. It's apparently uh, the father allowed a demon god to possess his son, and that's why he's a monster. A monster illusional mask. I have, so. I have a feeling the season finale is going to be like everything explodes. Uh, pff, yeah. I mean, um, at this point, what else do they have to do? Well, well Mill Mortens versus uh, uh, freaking Matanza. Book it. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, again, uh, really enjoying it just for its. It, it's just like no other wrestling thing. It's so cool and different. Well, again, when you don't have crazy. Well, I don't want to say crazy riders, but, you know, it is what it is, so. Take it at face value. And with taking it at face bar- value, uh, Chris Jericho's eye was the theme of SmackDown. So, Alex, take it away. Friday night, Thursday night, Wednesday night, whatever fucking it is, SmackDown. As long as it takes to get what's rightfully mine Okay, uh, it's Thursday night Smackdown and uh, Morrow's back because he was sick last week uh, Yeah, can I say, just real quick, I loved him on commentary on Fastlane and then they replace him with Cole, and I'm all, fuck! Yeah, it sucked. I don't know why they did that. They're stupid. Although the fact that he took a sick week probably means that Vince hates him now. God damn it, you should have worked through it. You're sick? Fuck! You're well, human, I hate apparently you. Apparently they told him to go home. At least that's what the rumors said. Okay, but, cool. you know, take that with a grain of salt. But I do uh, like him, by the way. He's... Yeah. Moves and, and makes got, them sound like Hugh a serious Perry, competition. Too. Yeah. Yeah, SmackDown sounds like a much better commentary team. I just, uh, yeah, it's SmackDown. I barely have time. To, I barely have time for Raw these days. Don't mind SmackDown. So uh, SmackDown starts out with Triple H coming out, and is this two thousand one, two, three, four? Because five, six, seven, eight, any time that Triple H is an active wrestler. Anyway, um, yeah, Triple H comes out there, and uh, he starts, uh, he's quoting lines from Rolling Stones and Sympathy for the Devil, and he's like, Now, am I the devil? Maybe. Depends on who you ask. But if Roman Reigns forgot who I am, 
I thought there'd be, or fuck. <laughs> I, I'm losing. I'm losing where I'm at on this fucking page. Uh, He's just a brick in the wall. Oh, wait, that's Pink Floyd. Never mind. <laughs> well, you know he can't he can't use Motown anymore. They're dead. Pretty much. Yeah. You know, fuck, fuck this. I'll just do it my way. Um. <laughs> uh. So he's like, "Hey, I'm Triple H. Roman Reigns is a fucking queer. Uh, he looks funny. He's f- fucking stupid. He's Samoan. I hate Samoans. Fuck Samoans. Uh. And uh, oh, that's, you're that's, right. He probably hates him because of the Rock. Yeah, he's just racist. Uh, well, like, how, how many how many successful Samoans have we had since the run? And, the, the, and, and, and he hired Rikishi to be his slave driver. Oh my god, he hates Samoans. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's like, in case you forgot who I am, Roman, I am the motherfucking game. Look at this. I have a belt, and it's underneath my jacket, so you can't see. Well, actually, he came out with it on his shoulder this week. I gotta say, when he first won the belt, <laughs> he came back with it underneath his jacket, and he just opened it up. It's like, here it is! It was great. But, uh, I have words in my entrance music, Roman. Mine's an actual song and not just a mix track. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the game. <laughs> and, uh, so he's like, he pulls out this piece of, it, it's like a cloth from when they were trying to to patch up Roman before uh, Triple H continued to beat him up. He pulls it out of his jacket. It's covered in blood and he's like, well I've got your I've got your blood, Roman. He's gonna clone I've it. I've got your sweat. <laughs> and by God, I'm gonna get your fucking tears and your semen and everything else <laughs> and, and your piss and your vomit and your shit and we're gonna make a fucking smoothie with it, asshole. And <laughs> He's going to make a Roman Reigns clone, and then they can have an entire roster of Roman Reigns, and then one of them is bound to go over. Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. <laughs> yeah, Roman Reigns 1 through 82 are uh, all failures, but Roman Reigns 83 is going to get over with the crowd. Maybe that's the no. yeah, prime directive right there. Just grab Roman Reigns and clone him. <laughs> we already know Triple H is the Terminator. God damn, I wish they were all Roman Reigns. Wait a minute. We can do this. Uh, uh, how far? How long? About fifty years until WWE start finding the DNA of their past stars, and then all of a sudden we have like Randy Savage reborn, like Jurassic Park. They have. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, I think I'm down for that. I'm down for that. Oh God! <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> WWE All-Stars. That was a good game. Um, so, Triple H says, you know, I guess uh, some of this is my fault. I wear a suit and a tie and people forget that I can whoop people's ass because I'm the game, I'm the law, I'm the authority. So, uh, and you know what? It's human nature to want to fuck with the authority and be a rebel. Because, hey, I used to be in DX. But, uh... Yeah, God knows he lets you know it every time the crowd cheer him. Cross shot. Yeah. He still does you're it. Supp- you're supposed to boo me, but I'm going to do this thing that will make you cheer me, almost like I want you to cheer me, because I am the game and that's how I like to play. Da-da-da-da-da-da. 
Uh, he puts down the crowd. He says, you know, nobody want, n- none of you want to fuck with the authority. Nobody wants to rebel against authority because you're all pussies and I'm all, I'm better than all of you and etc. And yeah, it's and God damn, this goes on for a long time. That's a good place. <laughs> I'm just reading the page and it's like he just. This, is, this was on the this was on the tape show, folks. Yeah, they edited this. <laughs> oh, but oh yeah, they showed uh, Roman Reigns' face on the Titan Tron, and apparently he had to get surgery done to his nose. And I don't believe that, but he's wearing a one of those little mini face masks over the top part of his oh, nose. Oh wow! Okay, he, and he, he had blood coming out of his nose. He's like gonna come back his in a, in a, like a paper towel shoved in one side. I believe it. I believe Triple H got carried away. Uh, well, I mean, I believed it at first, but then we see the little videos of, of Byron handing Roman Reigns a blood packet or a blade or something. I don't know which one it is, but you see him hand him Definitely something. Definitely not a blade. <laughs> the blood packet. They, they use fake blood, I, 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 I guarantee it was not a blade. Because Brock Lesnar, because his whole thing is, you won't let me blade? Okay, throw me as hard as you can into the ring post until I bleed. <laughs> Every single match he has. Oh, man. Okay, uh, so we're going to have the Lucha Dragons in an eight-man tag uh, against League of Nations, so they're going to have Dolph Ziggler on their team. Oh, God, they're definitely losing. Sin Cara and Dolph Ziggler? Fuck. You may as well fuck freaking Zack Ryder with them while you're at it. You also have Neville. Um, oh, God, yeah, fucked. Um, yeah, they lost. Was that, was that tag team called Wasted Potential? Uh, uh, sure. Should have been. Um, Wasted Belisto also co-starring. Oh, right, okay, this is before you fucked off, okay. Um, I guess he gave his notice on SmackDown or Wednesday. Uh, Neville actually, well, he he hit a splash, a a, a flip into a splash, whatever you want to call that. Uh, Top right move. Yeah, uh, he. I think he was going for Red Arrow, but he was kind of like uh, trying to get away from somebody trying to knock him off, so he just did a flip instead, and then he landed on Barrett, and then Barrett got pulled up, and then he did the red arrow on somebody, and then there was a bunch of shenanigans, and he got kicked in the face by Sheamus, and they went. There was lots of kicks near the end, and Sheamus was like, I've got the best one. And, uh, yeah. What is Sheamus going to do now? What is he doing for WrestleMania? Helping Shane McMahon win against Taker. Oh, God, it's going to be them, isn't it? I don't don't know. Battle of the Gingers. Um, and, and then it's revealed that Vince and Shane were working together all along. It was me all along, Roman. And uh, and uh, Seamus, as you can tell by his hair color, is clearly Undertaker's son. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what's going to happen. Um, yeah. that's, that'll be how the character... That'll be Seamus' next gimmick. The son of the Undertaker. They'll, they'll use Bray Wyatt's voodoo powers to transfer the powers to him. Powers. Yeah, uh, he is from Louisiana. Bray, I mean, not Seamus. Uh, like I say, if Bray if Seamus is from Louisiana, what the fuck? <laughs> no, no, no. That would be strange. And 
fucking stupid. Uh, Do you like some jambalaya, fella? <laughs> we have uh, Devon Dudley fight. versus Jimmy Uso, but uh, before that, you had the you had the uh, Bubba get on the mic, and he's like, uh, "Do you know who we are? Don't you know who we are?" <laughs> exactly like that. We're the yeah. Dudley Boys. And we've got the hate tables now! Except when we're in TNA and we're the Team 3D. Um, yeah, this is leading to a tables match at WrestleMania, right? Some Obviously. Sort of, some sort of TLC match, probably, with the, all the tag teams. Uh, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, anyway, um, they said, uh, We're the Dudleys, and you want us to pull out a table and put somebody through it? We ain't getting that, because we ain't no soccer sack. We ain't no fucking bunch of douchebags come up in here and do stupid stuff. No, no. We're the Dudley boys, and we're the best, because we got, like, 50 million tag team championships. And, yeah, don't fuck with us. By the way, Devon's wrestling. Oh, brother, testify! Which is like Devon's only line ever. Yeah. Devon wrestles Jimmy Uso, and Devon wins. Uh, the match of the other guys. Uh, this this happened because... Um, because they're in a feud, see? Bubba went to pull a table out from underneath the ring. Wait, and what? everybody was like, wait, what? But it distracted them so that Devon could roll up uh, Jimmy. And Shouldn't they now be on the same side as the New Day? Shouldn't the new day be like, oh, we want to save the tables? So, do you remember that? Yes, I remember that. <laughs> Apparently, new day be... forgot that, that that charity doesn't exist anymore. I don't, I don't get why new day was also on Edge and Christian's side in, in the pay per view, by the way, at the end and against uh, the nations. Because they're probably going to turn into some sort of awful face version of them. Because hot pepper gaming. That's all I got. That was that was. Uh, Excruciating, by the way. I've never seen anybody do three peppers and then continue to review games. That was ridiculous. Um, uh, we got a. Let's see. Uh, it's just more uh, recapping and Undertaker being on Raw. And uh, anyway, the backstage um, was Jericho and AJ Styles and. Uh, and Jericho's like, well, yeah, man, we're gonna be a, we're gonna be a tag team, cause you know how fucking great uh, all the tag teams I've been in have been. I mean, it's just think about it, man. I mean, and we could be Y two AJ or or f- fucking anything. It, it doesn't matter, man. We're just we're gonna be the best. And AJ's like, well, goddamn, I reckon we sure will be the best, Jericho. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, age Christ, whiskey. That's not far, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> I look like a country singer. And yeah. I have a really dumb haircut. Do you know who do you, know who you, who you sound like? You sound like Tennessee Lee. You don't know who that is, but you do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> By the way, I, I do hate AJ's haircut. I don't hate AJ. but The haircut does have a good cut. He needs to get the hair out of his fucking eyes. It's... it's Drives me up the wall every time I see it. He's going, I for, the emo, he's going for the emo look, see, because he's he, he's the dark AJ. 
He's, had, he's kind of had that since he went to the whole uh, no... By the way, I have to mention something about the pay-per-view. Um, WWE spent good money on giving TNA the middle finger because when they were doing the six-man tag, the music they were using in the background was AJ's. Oh, the uh, evil ways. Yes. <laughs> Just pointing that out. <laughs> That was his, like, his heel sting theme in yeah. TNA, yeah. I remember but, watching that promo going, wait a minute, <laughs> this is AJ's song, those sons of bitches! <laughs> we bought his song too, we're not even using it for him. For a Bray Wyatt promo, yeah, it was awesome. Anyway, AJ Styles and... Yeah, uh, so now, now if uh, now if uh, fucking Neville hits a move and they go get ready to fly, so Jericho mentioned that they want to they want to fight New Day. It's like man, the the New Day, you know, they're kind of, I mean, they're kind of stupid, but they kick some ass, and I kind of want to kick their ass, and maybe we should kick their ass and. And uh, we could be tag team champions. And so AJ's like, well, goddamn, they're black and I'm southern. I guess this will work great. Right <laughs> hate, hate, oh, hate them gays and them blacks and all them other folks. God damn it. Oh, Lord, my. please forgive me for <laughs> taking your name in vain like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, AJ, we don't mean it. <laughs> No, I, like, I like AJ. Yeah. That, oh, look, people don't like AJ for his promos. Just saying. Um. No, no, they don't. <laughs> um. So yeah, it's gonna be. See, now I want him to team up with Jeff Jarrett, and not like modern day Jeff Jarrett, but like Jeff Jarrett from '98. Yeah, with Southern Justice. There you go. J E double F A double J. By the way, uh, they want to, since they need a third person to fight New Day tonight, uh, Henry walks up, like, oh. Henry, and, uh, okay. what the fuck y'all doing? This I got Mark nothing Henry. to do. What were you, Remember what how the wasn't fuck the... were you saying about black people, AJ? <laughs> <laughs> I Remember wasn't saying was that a... damn thing, nah. Please don't hurt me. <laughs> oh, he's got nothing to worry about. He's on his retirement tour, and he spent about five seconds in the Royal Rumble. And, uh, By the way, it's still Black History Month, and WWE forgot to mention anybody yeah, on uh, Raw, so... <laughs> oh, it's all right. They'll just bring out Ron Simmons. Damn! So, uh, yeah, Mark Henry's going to be the tag partner. Um, it's going to be... But before we get to that... Uh, what a weird fucking team. Yeah. They danced. Yeah, um, they made it smell stuck in with our truth. You know what I mean? Well, well I'm not kidding. They AJ actually did dance with Jericho and uh, and uh, Mark Henry at the end of the match. Or no, uh, it was in the middle of the match because they knocked the new day out of the ring. Oh no! I'm glad that was on SmackDown. What? I'm glad that was on SmackDown. It means nobody saw it. Uh, well, there's gifts of it already. <laughs> oh well, so, I've read them. Yeah. <laughs> um. That boy ain't got no rhythm. Uh, 
Let's see. Uh, first, though, we're going to have Big Show versus WWE Intercontinental Champion Kevin Owens. And uh, before that happens, though, Kevin Owens is in, is one of his my. Well, I like all Kevin Owens promos. They're all they're all mean. <laughs> and uh, but uh, Renee is talking to him backstage, and and Kevin Owens goes, "You know, I saw what I saw what." Dean Ambrose did on Monday, and it was, it was, it just, it brought a tear to my eye. It was so, it had so much oomph. It was just, I mean, he stood up to Brock Lesnar the way he did, and he came back in the ambulance. It was just such a great story of determination, and out of the, out of the, the love of my heart, you know what? I'm going to give Dean Ambrose an icy title match tonight. And then, and then uh, Renee's like, surely you have to know that Dean Ambrose isn't here tonight. He's in the hospital. And he's like, oh, really? Well, <laughs> what are the chances of that? Fucking well, it's, it, it, he should just be like, well, he'll just drive the ambulance here. Yeah. But he's just, uh, he's like, oh, man, well, I guess I get the night off then, don't I? And, uh, and then Big Show walks up. And he's like, hey, fat boy, what's going on? But if he actually said those words, that would be... That's like Vince coming up to somebody and going, You you look like you're on steroids. <laughs> He's like, uh... Uh... Uh, I'm gonna beat your ass. And He's like, hey, look, you know what? Uh, I'm not looking for uh, a match tonight, but I can tell you how to retire. You walk that direction, and there's a retirement community there it's nice wonderful has a golf course uh it's, oh no please tell me it's not owen's big shot mania uh it might be uh, oh no um they have a match and i actually liked this because kevin owens took the fight to big show and i don't see that very often with big show it seems like everybody's always trying to avoid him in the match well because they're afraid he'll fall on him and he just he just took the fight to him and took his legs out from underneath him and he won. He, he I mean he Big Show went up to the top rope and he went and knocked him down, made him fall on his balls on the top rope and he fell outside and then he couldn't get back in due to a count out. But it was still a legit win. There was no cheating involved and Well he wasn't uh, exactly gonna give him a pop of power bomb, was he? No. Not on SmackDown, maybe at Mania. Or never. No, uh, nobody is th- nobody is throwing Big Show up into the air, catching them out of the air, and giving them a power bomb. Nobody, <laughs> not even <laughs> Cena. What about Cesaro? M- maybe Cesaro. <laughs> I I hear Cesaro is some kind of uh, alien Terminator thing. Well, that's why he can't get over. He can't relate. Yeah, Ah, oh, it's because he's Swiss. Uh, so, uh, after that, they're going to have uh, Natalia versus Becky Lynch. There was probably a promo, but I don't care. Um, uh, it was... Yeah, no, there wasn't. Now that I think about it, because Natalia was just already out there. Um, well, it's Natalia and well... In 2016, you know? Winner of disqualification, Natalia... Uh, because uh, Team Bad interfered and beat 
beat the shit out of uh, Becky Lynch or or somebody. Or- wow, why? Well, this feud don't just go away so they can concentrate on Charlotte and the women's title and fuck off. I also got to say, Ric Flair being there every night is hilarious. He looks drunk. Well, look, they have to keep him under contract, so otherwise he'll go and, well, do something that Ric Flair would do. <laughs> they want to keep please, an eye on. Please stay with Charlotte so that you don't go and do something stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Well, look how well that worked out for David. So, uh... <laughs> Where is he these days? Isn't he dead? No, that's the other one. I was going to say, what is he up to these days? <laughs> David's the one who was a terrible... David was the one that was the awful wrestler who biggest claim to fame is getting beat the shit out of by uh, Undertaker in the shower. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Now I'm really remembering it. Uh, yeah. Um... So the next one is Heath Slater versus R Truth. Wow. Um, we have the social outcasts come out, and uh, Gold Dust comes out too because you know he's obsessed with getting. Do you think Gold Dust thinks R Truth is like Sapphire? Gold Dust is like confused and thinks that all black people are Booker D. <laughs> well, they all do. Look well, to be honest, them. let's let's. That's how this segment started, right? Oh, look, uh, Goldust. How did he get over before? Oh, we've got a black guy recording roles. Do it again. But uh, yeah, so Goldust comes out and he's like, "Look, I'll be in the neutral corner, okay? I won't, I won't start anything. Just, I'll be over here. I won't be on your side. God." <laughs> Has anybody also noticed he's also started doing the stuttering gimmick again, like? Almost like his seizures from when he got thrown into that electric box of just stayed dormant for ten years, and then all of a sudden they've just come back. Maybe, maybe you should talk to Daniel Bryan. And his face paint is getting even more intricate. Yeah, like it's Darth Maul Skeletor. Oh, he <laughs> came out with the flames paint on SmackDown for some reason. I don't know what that's about. Because normally, yeah, he has the one you're talking about. This time he had the one that's mostly black flames, and then it's gold on the side. Huh. Yeah. So so this is probably going to end up being our truth and Goldust against the social outcast on the pre-show, right? I I don't know. Um, He helped Goldust win um, by or Goldust helped uh, our truth win. Our truth wasn't looking. He smacked Heath Slater in the face. Our truth got the uh, pin, and then he didn't even know that Goldust helped until he saw the replay. And he's like, oh, we saw it in the C.I.I., boy. We saw it in the C.I.I. Because me, me, you, and, and our truth, <laughs> gold dust, and, but, but maybe. And, and then, and, and the crowd are like, golden truth, golden truth. Mm. And, and he's like, mm. whatever, what? I don't want to be on no fucking tag team, stupid gold, gold dust, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, he became dusty. Um, he has a lisp. Yeah, he does. Uh, where is Cody gone? He's going to have another match with um, Green Arrow. Yeah, but where is he on TV? Why does he disappear and come back every two months and then go, oh, look, Stardust exists? Because he's doing Comic-Con. Uh, That's all I got. 
it's taken him two months to do Comic Con. Well, Comic Con, yeah. <laughs> Maybe he's watching the Deadpool movie. Who knows? I. <laughs> right. How about we do something with that and go dust? No. Hmm. I suppose it would be weird to have them for you to be like, "Oh fuck you! You were always Dad's favorite." Oh. Yeah. <clears throat> Moving on. <laughs> Okay, so we're finally get up to the main of it, and it's all indie. Don't you dare be sour! Clap for your world-famous two-time tag champs, and look at my ass and feel the power! <laughs> it's a new day, yes, it is. <laughs> Don't. Can I safely say that? I think all the women, when a New Day promo comes out, need to, like, step away. Because between Kofi and Biggie thrusting and twerking, someone's getting pregnant. Just saying. Not even Rick Rude had that many pelvic thrusts in his fucking career. Jesus Christ. <laughs> anyway, go, go, go. Sorry, I was getting a drink of water there. That took it out of me. I thought it's you were thinking new, about Big E for a second. It's the uh, it's the new Ricardo. Uh, all right. Um. So uh, Xavier gets in the ring. Um, he starts to talk and then he stops. Like, Sorry, I thought we were going to get interrupted by the League of Nations again or the League of Booty. <laughs> Um, after match, Again, why are heels feuding with heels? What is going on here? No! <laughs> I thought they were turning face. I guess not. Maybe um, they are. We're going to get like a lame face version of the New Day and it's going to suck. Do you remember how they started? Because that's, that's how they started. Oh, uh, yeah, exactly. Please no. That nobody liked. And yeah, please no. Heel. Yeah. They, yeah, no, please. They wanted to be healed from the beginning, but they were they were requested to be face because they'll, they'll just start doing their catchphrases and they'll become cheesy and corny because their faces please don't do that so uh oh yeah I remember the word moist in this promo <laughs> because what? it was so fucked up just to use I mean it would have been <laughs> was this after was this after Biggie's pelvic frosting uh this is Biggie talking so oh. uh um, maybe, he, maybe he was referring to what happens after he's thirsting. So Biggie says, uh, I want to talk about that foul, nasty, moist mess of a tag team that is Y2AJ. And, <laughs> yeah, and, uh, and the supposed world's strongest man, Mark Henry, because he ain't no world's strongest man. I'm the world's strongest man. He is booty. And uh, Kofi asks, uh, "Man, Mark Henry, does he really think he's the world's strongest man still? That was like in the '90s. It's been like 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't yeah. the world's strongest man anymore." And uh, and then they uh, start doing their uh. Oh, oh, yeah, they mentioned Bootios. The cereal that makes you not booty. Um, so they... Oh, yeah, Jarrah Styles. 
isn't a real tag team. That's funny. Jera style sounds yeah. like it should be like some top shelf alcohol. <laughs> uh, so they start doing their New Day Rocks thing and they're thrusting and then everybody comes out. AJ Styles and Mark Henry. Um, they beat the shit out of them in the middle of the match. They knock them out of the ring. They dance for a second and then they beat the shit out of them some more. And winners via submission was Chris Jericho, AJ Styles, and Mark Henry. I should mention that Chris Jericho took a, I believe it was the, um, uh, what's the name of Kofi's flying kick? Trouble in Paradise. Trouble in Paradise. I couldn't remember if it was the SOS or Trouble in Paradise. SOS is the one where he DDTs himself. Okay. <laughs> That's what the move looks like. Uh, but yeah, he took, he pushed AJ out of the way so that he could take a trouble in paradise. And now I don't, uh, this is just my possible theory. Like, at first I thought this was just, oh, okay, this is a way to show that they're actually buddies now. Maybe he just took that trouble in paradise to get on, to make AJ think that they're really buddies so that he can attack them. <laughs> Look, you I do it know. back ways, I do it sideways. But um, he also got a massive shiner from this. If you haven't seen Jericho on Twitter or whatever the fuck he was on, he has an enormous black eye. So I guess he got a little too close, or it may have it might have been from something else. But I know that yeah. Kofi has legitimately kicked people with that move before, like The Miz. Well, he probably forgot how to do it. Because uh, do, do they have exactly? Miz, Miz got kicked by that, by the way, and he had to get stitches. That was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, I, and AJ fucking gave him new teeth a couple of weeks ago as so. well. Yeah, Miz has been hit in the face by more people in wrestling than I think some wrestlers do in, in like, their whole career. Um, it's almost like it's real, and they're actually trying to ruin his B-level DVD career. Yeah! Um, so, yeah, um, anyway... Uh, he AJ puts the calf crush, crusher because they're not calling it the calf killer because that's not PG. Because Chris the, Benoit. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, they should just call the move the Chris Benoit. <laughs> yeah, totally. He's putting the Chris Benoit on him. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they should call the. That's what they should call the crossface. Just like he did to Daniel Mackel. I meant Daniel Bryan. Uh, so, Chris Jericho, AJ Styles, Mark Henry win. And uh, that puts Y2AJ in the in the running for the tag team championships. Well, shit. I'm, I'm going to be cool, I guess, but it, I just know it's going to lead to some sort of multi-man ladder match and... Sure, AJ will do a cool flip and shit, but at this point in his career, I'd rather see him in a singles match. I'd rather have seen him that wins for the IC title, but meh. Yeah, who knows exactly what they're going to do with that IC title, but... Uh... Nah, probably Ziggler again, or... Or Ryback, or... Oh, maybe. Oh my god, Ryback Owens? That would be a weird-ass match. At least it won't be about a book this time. Mm, true. Yeah, so I guess that's going to wrap it up for... Also, uh, can, I, can I comment on this? Because I, I haven't, obviously, 
I, I took a couple of months off from the product and I came back to it. I've been watching it more and more and slowly since more things have started happening. Um, Ryback, the way to counter Goldberg chances to not dress like Goldberg. <laughs> like, what is that? Yeah, like, why is he starting dressing like Goldberg? He's like, he's like, he's like oh, I just remember the good old days when I was over and he used to check Goldberg at me. I'm telling Goldberg. Hashtag trying to be a heel. I think, because again, this whole, I don't want to be in tag matches anymore, but I will do the running knee in the corner. Yeah, <laughs> what if it's all building up to, to WrestleMania where Ryback is there taunting the crowd and then Goldberg comes out and gives him a spear and a jackhammer? Uh, wasted money, I think? I <laughs> that would be a lot of money. <laughs> Just for two years. But, but it could happen, I guarantee. It very well could happen. And I guess that's going to wrap it up for this week's episode of Beyond the Men. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and comment on the Facebook page at Cypher Podcast. It's yeah, there. If, 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 yeah, if, if there's ever not a show one week, there's probably a video show that the ever put up on Facebook. So. Yeah, there's usually something. Last week I was just too fucking busy to even shit. So, yeah, but there's always there'll be something posted up. If you want to hear your thoughts on this whole Shane McMahon, Undertaker, Roman Reigns, Triple H, Stephanie McMahon, Vince thing. Um, is it all connected or is it just, well, coincidence? But all of us here beyond the mat. Until next time, have a good weekend. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.